shall we continue to the transmission of malaria this is by the female anopheles mosquitoes when they suck blood from human they introduce the sporozoites into their blood stream and these sporozoites are the most infective stage in the life cycle of malaria regarding the life cycle of malarial parasite it is digenetic which means they need two hosts to complete their life cycle one is a primary host and another secondary host primary host is nothing the female anopheles mosquito sexual cycle of the plasmodium is completed in female anopheles mosquito so the mosquito is considered as a primary host and it is also acting as a vector in the spread of the disease secondary host human a sexual part of this life cycle is completed only in human so man is considered as a secondary host earlier man was described as the primary host because gametocytes are formed in the human body you know there are three phases of life cycle of plasmodium number 1 cytogony number 2 gamogony and number 3 sporogony cytogony is asexual phase where the multiplication of the parasite occurs in man gamogony is a sexual phase and it starts in man but it is completed in mosquito the third sporogony is also a asexual phase multiply in number but it takes place in mosquito which shows the difference between cytogony and sporogony we are going to talk about each phases in detail the first phase asexual phase of life cycle in man here the inoculation or infection in man occurs the sporozoites enters cytogony it is further split up into three categories number 1 exo erythrocytic cycle which is also called as hepatic cytogony number 2 erythrocytic cycle because it is taking place in the red blood corpuscles number 3 post erythrocytic cytogony which takes place after erythrocytic cycle now how this inoculation or infection in man occurs When an infected female Anopheles mosquito sucks the human blood along with the saliva the sporozoites are introduced into the blood of a healthy person the saliva of the mosquito contains anticoagulants which prevents the coagulation of blood while feeding and it is also a local sedative called anophelin what are sporozoites These are the infective stage of the parasites which are very minute in nature slightly curved sickle shaped organisms their ends are tapered on both sides they are motile which can move which measures 14 micron in length and 1 micron in breadth it's covered with a firm thin and elastic cuticle it also has a nucleus what about cytogony as we said it is a asexual mode of reproduction of the plasmodium where does it occur it occurs inside the human blood it 
consists of two phases. One, exoerythrocytic cycle, which occurs in the liver cells. That's why it's also called as hepatic cytogony, and it takes place in human. Second one, erythrocytic cycle, which occurs in RBC, where erythrocyte stands for red blood copper cells, erythro red cyto cell. It also occurs in human. In detail about each cytogony. Exoerythrocytic cycle or hepatic or liver cytogony. Within half an hour of inoculation, the sporozoites disappear in the blood. Now they enter the liver cells, which are called hepatocytes. Now it started this liver cytogony. It now changed into the feeding stage. It becomes spherical in shape. Now these are called as cryptozoites. Now what is happening in the liver cell? Each cryptozoite feeds on the glycogen, fat and cytoplasm present in the liver. As a result, the cryptozoites become very larger in size, rounded in structure, it get a new name Cyzont or Mirant. What is the fate of this Mirant or Cyzont? It undergoes multiple fission, which means it divides and get into more in numbers. Nucleus undergoes repeated division and it forms numerous nuclei. Each one gather a bit of cytoplasm around it and now it forms nearly 800 to 1000 cryptomerozoites. What happened to the cyzont? Due to more number of cryptomerozoites in the liver cell and cyzont, the liver cell gets ruptured, releases all the cryptomerozoites into the liver sinusoids. What is the journey of this cryptomerozoites? Where it is going to land up? These cryptomerozoites enter the fresh liver cells. It's going to start a new cycle of hepatic cytogony which we called as exoerythrocytic cytogony. Now they change into the feeding stage called metacryptozoites. Again, what is happening to the metacryptozoites? Each metacryptozoite divides further in order to produce 64 large macro metacryptomerozoites or 800 to 1000 micro metacryptomerozoites. These macro metacryptomerozoites will invade the fresh liver cells and it again it repeats exoerythrocytic cycle. This micro metacryptomerozoite enter the bloodstream and then enter RBC. It starts the next cycle erythrocytic cytogony. That's all for the pre-erythrocytic. Now we are going to start with erythrocytic cytogony in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.